Ladies and gentlemen, before we even get into today's show, because there is a lot of content, I need to give some shout-outs. By the way, my name is Glass. You are listening to Aesthetic Soundwaves, and this is the uh, the shout-out portion for the very beginning of the show. We, uh, Hot and I, recently just made a trip up to, to Toronto. So first and foremost, thank you so much to the city of Toronto and the many of people that uh, were courting us, uh, courting us around and uh man just treated us great so much love up there and and uh, a lot uh returned and received at the same time so thank you but before i go any further this show is sponsored by dill's delights you already know the deal dill's delights downtown detroit you know where to get some good donuts we will be further on with that one later on in the show so first shout out though ladies and gentlemen is because these two gentlemen were so gracious to us uh taking us around uh crate digging with them i mean it was crazy man great time tim and p plus up there uh dj p plus at that um thank you you uh you guys are great and we look forward to future meetings and uh events and so forth with you guys up in uh up in the six um Played a record uh, to Eugene and the crew. The address to their uh, for played a record, ladies and gentlemen, is 411 Spadina Ave. That's once again that's play the record. Um, great, great shot, man. A lot of you know that whole city is just infused with a lot of good caribbean and reggae music so if you guys are looking for a good place to go shop for a lot of records that you can't find here in the states man go to that record shop or some a lot of others too but uh you know if you whatever you're uh whatever you're in but i highly suggest it anyway eugene and crew man they uh they hooked us up over there we had a great time we got to meet a whole slew of people so many to be honest with you ladies and gentlemen i can't remember i'm horrible with names after about three times i get to know your name i'll get to know it maybe two times but moral story is uh if i don't shout you out you know who you are and thank you and it was it was uh it was great just going up there and meeting tons of people and sharing stories and experiences, geeking out on music like this show program is meant for, so forth and so on. So once again, Eugene and crew, thank you so much. You guys are uh, you guys are amazing. Look forward again to seeing you guys up there real soon, and real soon is going to be real soon. Um, also, uh, we did a lot of crate digging up there in a lot of places. And we ended up going to a place called Pandemonium Books and Discs. The address of this place is 2920 Dundas Street, West, that is, uh, Toronto. Uh, store number, four, or store number, excuse me, telephone number is 416-769-5257. I, um, I ended up getting some, a, a, a real great Japanese record over there. It's, uh, I have some plans for that and uh, for some future shows, so hold on tight. Um, that's why I have to shout out these people. It has a good record selection also. But you know that whole city, man. You guys got to go up there, check out the record shops. It's well worth your time. Anyway, 
This is the shout-out portion today, and uh, back to the regularly scheduled AS program. And, uh, yeah, Let's be back in a second. I want to read you, I too. I too sing America. I am the darker brother. They send me to eat in the kitchen when company comes, but I laugh and eat well and grow strong. Tomorrow, I'll be at the table when company comes. Nobody will dare say to me, eat in the kitchen then. Besides, they'll see how beautiful I am and be ashamed. I, too, am America. I, too. We, too. Us, too. All, too. Everyone, too. You know, it's... The, it... That Langston Hughes was Langston Hughes was uh, real, really good at being um, short, proving his point in being and and doing it in being short and concise. A lot of his poems, when read, they wouldn't go above twenty to thirty seconds, right? Unlike your host, where I can, you know, write a book if I wanted to. But Langston Hughes, um, he was great at proving his point, just short and quick. And that poem right there is so, it hits at a, I play it for a few reasons, because that builds into today's show theme. Not just today's show theme, but the universality of what's going on right now. And always, but man, uh, without going off on a political rant, I don't think I have to tell you what's going on. Um, sometimes I try to avoid, in fact, to be honest with you, I don't have cable television. I read through the stuff through the internet when I do look through it, and I hear about it on the radio. So, but you know, it's right in front of our eyes. We see what's happening. But I also try to, I think one of the things I've been doing for a while now is tuning away from the media sources and trying to rechannel all that negativity or what's actually going on even though we need to know about it fighting fight fire with fire but do it in the opposite way in other words so I guess my moral story is that I too is not just pertinent to today's episode and philosophy for all of us but it's in it's so pertinent to remembering what we need to look at each other as, as individuals, you know, and that's what makes up, whether it be America, uh, it could be another country, and it could be the universe. We are what we are, and we need to appreciate that, um, minus the differences and ideas and opinions we may have sometimes, and we're going to have that, but in the end... <laughs> I'm trying to be less wordsy myself, I guess, in this, but I might be failing. It's very important to remember we too are us, I guess. <laughs> we still make this life what it is, and it starts with one person, and the chain order can start from there, you know. Welcome to Aesthetic Soundwaves. <laughs> this is your man, Glass, and today, if you haven't picked it up from that little soundbite, that 
is uh, Langston Hughes is going to be 90% of the uh, base and theme of this episode. Not just really Langston Hughes, but where he's hitting at. Happy New Year, by the way. Um, I have to... I gave my earlier shoutouts, so I don't need to do those because those would have disrupted my train of thought. However, I am going to give shoutouts to British Columbia... Thank you for the hits and for future other hits everywhere um, from Portugal and Japan. These are the recents, but thank you for uh, the hits everywhere. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, people, it's um, it's amazing when I look at our, my stats and I see hits from places I've never been. And it's, it's really cool, you know? It's like I said before, it makes me, it motivates me more to... Um, to get up and do these things and record these things. So thank you so much. Uh, so with that being said today, um, today I'm going to be breaking this up again in two parts. I'm starting to like these two-part episodes, to be honest with you. But uh, today I am going to be, be playing you The Rhythms of the World. It was written by Langston Hughes, actually. Here I am. Hold on. I got to get the record as I speak, but um, it was recorded onto record. Um, it's obviously narrated by him. Uh, I found this in a record store a, while, a long, long time ago, but it's actually based off the first book of rhythms by him also, published by Franklin Watts Incorporated way back in the day. How could, The date, I wish I could tell you. I've looked on this on the record many a times and it does not state it. It's a 33, a small 33. I'm thinking it came out um, a little about the time they're starting to wrong time to start pressing 33s from the uh, 78 format. Anyway, um, man, it's the message he spreads in Rhythms of the World is so much and I want you folks to listen to these two parts and if you know me I played Lanston Hughes before I'll get back in that in a second but the message he spreads through this is so crazy and I love it because one this was obviously well you're gonna see it was meant as a children's record but it's so there's such an advancement in the uh, thinking and the open-mindedness that it's also it uh, can be heard. And I guess in some ways uh, we're always kids, but then in some ways we insert the adult idea of thinking into kids. So we always, you know, it's a it's a symbiotic uh, relationship, right? <laughs> we're always relating to each other. Anyway, m what I'm trying to say is. It's, it's, it's crazy because in this show I'm always talking about how everything relates to each other, um, so forth and so on, uh, about, you know, how we can go, you know, we have, if it's funny, I've traveled around the world, right? And I, I don't mean that cockily, but I've traveled a lot of places through, uh, before I was in the military, when I was in the military and after, and I'm lucky, you know, I was able to, uh, especially through the military, but I was able to experience other cultures. And the one thing I learned is that there's three universal languages. And th these three universal languages are food, always the number one. I know people will agree with that. And I had a conversation with this another gentleman about this not too recently ago. Uh, sex, 
I just gotta say it because it's true, right? I'm not gonna get, you know, triple uh, XL, you know, on this, but let's be honest. And also, music. You may go to another country. Um, uh, you may, you may go to another country and not like the music they're playing, but you know when you hear a certain song um, of certain music that, uh, of musical format, you know that's still their musical idea. And it translates in your head. You know that is, right? So it's the same essence of what he's trying to prove in this record. And it's really cool because the same relation I have with this, uh, with this show. Um, if there's one thing I, I always say, I like to use the show as a, a, a form of music education and or uh, thought for the brain or or musical or mind education you know open the open the mind just a little more right so it's uh yeah you know i don't want to talk too much more because there's going to be some more talking but i i'm going to let langston clear the rest out this is a great record as i said i'm playing this in two parts i'm gonna come back after the first part is done but um just listen to it it's it's really cool and what langston has to say like the amazing genius of how he's broken down and back to my point about Langston uh, I was around I believe episode 8 episode 9 they played the weary blues and for folks who are just tuning in know that uh, I as a kid teenager whatever you want to call it pretty much in high school and middle school I used to spend a lot of time in the library I would read a lot right during lunchtime and Langston Hughes, uh, I'm reiterating this for the new folks, but Langston Hughes is one of those people that I was reading his books just during lunchtime, and he was a big influence on my writing style, um, on a lot of things in my life. So that's f for those who don't know, and I've played him on the show before um, when he did something with Charles Mingus, a spoken word jazz album, which was really cool. You can go back to it, listen to it. Uh, it's really awesome. Anyway, um, I'm just expanding more today. You're going to get a double dose of Langston. And you know what? Who can, who can complain with that? Because I personally love the guy. And I kind of am a nerd in trying to collect some rare recordings of his. So I search deep and wide for these things. And I, when I find them, I get them. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. I want you guys to hear this. Langston Hughes, Rhythms of the World. Part one, or this could be side one, side A. I'll be back after this is played. Sunrise. Birds at dawn. The whole forest awakens. In the village, children play.
thunder. The game is over. Rain. And a folk song from Kentucky. The cat pleased me, I fed my cat on the yonder tree. The cat went fiddle I fee, fiddle I fee. I bought me a hen, the hen pleased me, I fed my hen on the yonder tree. The hen went chipsy chopsy, cat went fiddle I fee. Well, I bought me a sheep, the sheep pleased me, I fed my sheep on the yonder tree. The sheep went bah, That's a baby lamb calling for its mother. The chirp of a cricket. And you walking into a room are all related. You and sunrise and birds and games and thunder and songs and crickets and baby lambs are all related. Listen, let me tell you how. Remember? Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, the cow jumped over the moon, the little dog laughed to see such craft, and the dish ran away with a spoon. Well, that's some other goose rhyme, which doesn't make very much sense, does it? But it's fun anyhow, and a part of its fun lies in its rhythm. Hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, just speaking it. Then if you sort of chant the words as children do, hey, diddle diddle, the cat and the fiddle, you add an additional element, chanting, to the rhythm. That helps accentuate it. Then if the words are sung, still an additional element, that of music, is added. Then the two expressions of rhythm strengthen each other, as in this singing game. As you sing, your voice makes a rhythm. And as you clap your hands to it or skip to it or dance to it, your body makes a rhythm. So you can make one rhythm or two rhythms or even several rhythms all at once sometimes. You can make rhythms that you hear, rhythms that you feel, or rhythms that you can see. There is no rhythm in the world without movement first. Your rhythms on this earth first began with the beat of your heart. The human heart beats in a regular rhythm, normally always the same, like this. That's your heart. The heart makes the blood flow. Feel your heart. Now feel your wrist where your pulse is. That is where you can best feel the rhythm of your blood moving through your body from the heart. Your rhythm, your blood, your heart. The rhythm of the heart is the first and most important rhythm of human life. Thousands of years ago, 
Men transferred the rhythm of the heartbeat into a drum beat. First, perhaps, on a hollow log. And later, a goatskin drum. And with these beats, probably the first rhythms of music began. Primitive men made a slow, steady beat to walk or march to. And often a faster one to chant to or sing to. made a livelier beat to dance to, as in these African rhythms of the Yoruba tribe. But drums are not the only percussion instruments people use. This is a little song from Tahiti in the South Seas. Here, coconut shells supply the rhythm. And in Bali, little bells, each with its own tone, create tuned percussion. But even without so many instruments, drums alone can make music. Here is an American drummer, Baby Dodd, playing on the tom-toms. popular dance that children and grown-ups and almost everybody did back in the 1920s. It was called the Charleston. It could be done just to hand clapping, like this. Children clap hands for games. People clap hands for dancing. Clap, clap, clap your hands, clap your hands together. Clap, clap, clap your hands, clap your hands together. Well, stamp, stamp, stamp your feet, stamp your feet together. Stamp, stamp, stamp your feet, stamp your feet together. Rhythm may be made with just hands, with music and hands and feet, or just feet, like a tap dancer. You can make rhythms with just sticks in a box. Or tin cans. 
Here are some New York City teenagers drumming on benches and chairs, an empty soda bottle and a bongo. Now listen to the washboard in this jug band. This is Sonny Terry playing a harmonica. An old red with cymbals on his fingers drumming on a washboard. Rhythm seems to come just naturally to most people. To Americans it comes very naturally, for we have made jazz music. From the African drums of long ago New Orleans to trumpets and saxophones and pianos and guitars, our dancing rhythms spread. They became jazz. Listen to Bunk Johnston swinging out. But music is only one form of rhythm. From the rhythms of nature, the petals of a flower, the shape of an acorn, the tips of wheat stems, may come the designs on a man's tie, the patterns on living room drapes, the wallpaper border around your bedroom. Look at them and see what they are. Styles of decoration and fashions in clothes, too, are everywhere influenced by ideas from other people in other countries around the world. That design on your father's tie may be from Persia. Your uncle's jacket is a Scottish plaid. The lines of your mother's dress are French. Her shawl is Spanish. The music on your radio now may be a tango from South America. But its beat is taken from the drums of Africa, and the orchestra playing it is American. Rhythms go around the world, adopted and molded by other countries, mixing with other rhythms and creating new rhythms as they travel. Everything man makes or nature creates has rhythm. From the dome-shaped ice huts of the Eskimos to the skyscraper rectangles of New York, from Niagara Falls to the Grand Canyon of Arizona, there's rhythm. The United States Navy has recorded the rhythms of the waters of the ocean and of the fish that live in the ocean. This is the sound of the Pacific off the California coast.
here are the noises that some fish make below the surface of the sea. This is a toadfish. Here are croakers. And these are spotfish in a tank. And these are the unknown sounds one hears 200 miles out in the Pacific and 2,000 fathoms down in the depths of the sea. It is only with the aid of special sound recording instruments that we can hear the sounds from the depths of the sea. But all of us who live near the sea can listen to the majestic roar of the waves on its surface. And we can think how each grain of sand on the beach and the rhythms of each shell in the sea are molded and shaped by the waves and the tides. An American poet, Oliver Wendell Holmes, once wrote a famous poem about the chambered nautilus that lives in the warm Pacific in a spiral shell with a succession of chambers always building new spirals for itself with new rooms until child of the wandering sea cast from her lap forlorn it is washed up on the beach. Then, at the end of his poem, capturing something of the roaring rhythms of the sea in his words, the poet speaks to himself. Build thee more stately mansions, O my soul, as the swift seasons roll. Leave thy low vaulted path, that each new temple, nobler than the last, shut thee from heaven with a dome more vast, till thou at length art free, leaving thine outgrown shell by life's unresting sea. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is sponsored by Dilla's Delights, 242 John R Street, downtown Detroit. Please look them up. They have a Facebook. They have an Instagram. They have all that good stuff. Um, this, uh, I'm, I'm proud to say these folks sponsor my show, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm quite honored. So thank you so much. Um, you know, if you guys want some good, you know, I, I, I hear this all the time. The, uh, the word healthy. Uh, you really can't put the word healthy in certain things. That can be said true, but at the same time, there's arguments made on that. But my moral of story is that if you're going to make low-carb beer, you can make a healthy donut or a close enough, right? So, that being said, these folks tried to put the word healthy in donuts the most they can. They use natural and organic ingredients. They have vegan, non-vegan, cake, yeast donuts, the lowest amount of sugar, they, the littlest amount of sugar that they can. They do a really good job and they have interesting selections. Old school fashioned uh, donut shop style. They don't try to go over the top, you know. You're not going to find an overdone maple bacon bar with whatever it is. It's, uh, you, they try to make the best quality donuts possible, and they do a very good job at it. So if you are looking for a good 
quality and healthy donuts and not feeling guilty about eating one or two or whatever you may feel like eating, please go to Dilla's Delights. Look them up, their address and phone. Once again, 242 John R Street, downtown Detroit, right across from Comerica Park and a few blocks away from Ford Field. So make sure to go visit them. And now back to part two of the Rhythms of the World, Langston Hughes. Here you come, walking down the street. The rhythm of your walk is like no one else's walk. Nobody else's in the world. Some people walk with long, easy steps. Some trip along. Some shuffle. This is the sound of my walk. But a girl I know walks this way. And a company of soldiers marching sounds like this. Soldiers must learn to march and step together with their walking rhythms in the same tempo so that they all cover the same amount of ground in the same time at the same speed. If one man gets out of step, he makes the whole company look bad. That is why all must follow the same rhythm marching together. Forward, march. At the Radio City Music Hall in New York, there's a famous chorus of girl dancers called the Rockettes. Each girl's foot strikes the stage at the same time and rhythm when they're dancing. When two people are dancing together, the nearer their rhythms correspond, the better they look. Music sets the rhythm for dancing. The body follows the beat of the music. Listen to this cowboy waltz. The rhythms of music or the rhythms of words cause people to want to move or be moved in time to them. Babies like to bounce to Bye, baby bunting, papa gonna hunting to get a little rabbit skin to wrap the baby bunting in. And children jump rope too. And the man sings, there's the lady who shits I do not know. All she wants is gold, the silver. All she wants is I see. Sailors on old sailing clippers sang sea shanties as they hauled in the sails or lifted the anchor. Oh, blow the man down, bullies, blow the man down. Come away, hey, blow the man down. Blow the man down, bullies, blow him away. Give me some time to blow the man down. Men plowing or sawing or mowing the fields with a scythe or breaking rock with a hammer like to work to music with the rhythm of the song matching the rhythm of bodies as they work. Usually the men sing together, but here is just one man, Leadbelly, singing a work song of the American South. You land Johnson.
Even without music, there is rhythm in words put together in a rhythmical pattern like Sing a song of sixpence, pocket full of rye, four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. Wasn't that a dainty dish to set before a king? Rhythm is very much a part of poetry. Maybe that's because the first poems were songs. In ancient Greece, poets made up words and tunes at the same time. In the Middle Ages, bards and troubadours sang their poems. Nowadays, poets usually make up only words. But behind the words of good poems, there is always rhythm, like Blake's Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright in the Forest of the Night, or as in the beautiful poetry of the Bible, Whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Stories and sermons and speeches and prayers have their rhythms too. How wonderful is the flow of Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Just as the feet of soldiers marching in rhythm carry men forward, so the rhythms of sermons or speeches or poems carry words marching into your mind in a way that helps you to remember them. Most of the rhythms men put into music and poetry may be found in nature. From the drumming of the rain, the rap, rap, rapping of a woodpecker on a tree, the steady beat of the waves on the beach, repeated hoot of the owl, the call of the whippoorwill. All of these rhythms helped men to form their own rhythms and to make their first music. Men and women create rhythms that make things easier to do, too. In fact, some things could not get done at all without rhythm. If you live in the country, watch a farmer or his wife churning butter. If the milk is not churned with an even, up-and-down rhythm, there will be no butter. Even sweeping a rug or raking a lawn is done better if the broom or rake is handled with a steady, rhythmical motion. Broken rhythms can be unproductive, unpleasant, startling, or even harmful. When it's peaceful in the chicken yard, a hen clucks like this. But when there is excitement or danger, a frightened hen sounds like this. A contented kitten purrs rhythmically and steadily like this. But if a kitten's daydreams are interrupted by a sudden noise or a dog, she meows. Well, it's the same with men and women and races and nations. When the rhythms of happy, harmonious living are broken by quarrels or fights 
wars or riots or disasters, people's hearts do not beat right, and their minds are worried, and their songs are troubled, and sometimes they cry. The word harmonious, harmonious, is a part of the definition of rhythm in most dictionaries. Rhythm is an harmonious flow, says one. Another dictionary says that rhythm is a measure of time or movement by regular beats coming over and over again in harmonious relationship. A good athlete must have that harmony of movement or rhythm which is called form. Notice the form of a championship baseball player. Pitchers wind up for the pitch and let go with a rhythm that begins in the very tips of their toes and ends at the tips of their fingers. From pitch to swing to bat to ball, a whole series of rhythms are set off, one rhythm or one motion starting another. So it is in life. All the rhythms of life in some way are related. You, your baseball, and the universe are brothers through rhythm. Machines move in rhythm. You can hear the rhythm of a pump drilling a well. You can see the rhythms of a ramrod, a piston, a shuttle, a washing machine, an egg beater, or an airplane propeller, and a jet plane. Listen. A railroad engine turns its rhythms into power that carries a train rocking across the rails from city to distant city. balance wheel can be heard in its steady tick-tock. And this is the rhythm of a pendulum. The rhythm of the wind can be heard and felt too. It blows against your body. Certain sounds can be both felt and heard. An explosion at a distance can knock you down. Certain tones on the piano or violin hurt a dog's ears and will set a dog to howling. Some electronic vibrations, like these from a shortwave radio set, men can hear. But other electronic sounds are much too delicate for our ears. Sometimes a dog can hear them, though, or a dog can feel them in his ears. They hurt his eardrums. You and I cannot see or hear electricity, but we can feel it, and the shock of electricity may floor you. The unseen rhythms of electronics may take on the force of a moving body. Perhaps tomorrow, men may learn how to use such rhythms to shoot spaceships from the Earth to the moon. This earth, which is our home, 
moves in its own rhythms around the sun, as do all the planets. The moon moves around the earth as well as around the sun. The rhythms of the sun and moon influence the sea, the seasons, and us. For plants live by the sun, and animals and boys and girls and men and women get up in the morning by the sun. How wonderful are the rhythms of the world. The birds. The rippling brook. The chirp of a cricket. The roar of a lion. The beating of your own heart. That is rhythm. Rhythm. Something we share in common, you and I, with all the plants and animals and people in the world, and with the stars and moon and sun, and with all the whole vast wonderful universe beyond this earth, this earth home. If you were to define the definition of cool, personally, my opinion to each his own, Lane Stan would be up there. I'm not trying to beat it, beat a horse to death here, but this guy, man, there's so much within those two parts, Eddie says, that's, that's so crazy, not just even out there, but that's so true. I think the, from the second part, well, from the first, too. But you can see where he he changes up a lot. And he switches up, obviously, the first part, saying, these are the rhythms, and uh, this is the sound of your heartbeat. And man ended up taking the sound of a heartbeat, and they ended up making music. You know, we were making sounds. And this builds into something I'm going to get into in a second. With, without doing going too sociological here, right? But if you think about it, man had created rhythm from our ideas from hearing other things. You know, it's like uh, how other art forms spun from other art forms and other ideas, right? Anyway, the uh, the way he builds into some of these things are so cool to me. And what hit me the most first time I heard the side B was when he speaks about getting out of rhythm and when you when the rhythm is taken out of the harmony how within the world and within peaceful uh, within people and so forth that we feel sad and we since uh, without trying to 
quote a Star Wars theme there's this disturbance you know there's an uneasiness people aren't happy and that's so true like there's the, he kicks like massive knowledge and common sense knowledge but stuff that we we push to the side and he puts it back in our forefront and that's what I love so much but in the end he rebuilds back into into the essence of how we are all united it doesn't matter where you're from China where you're from America if you're black white Hispanic if you're alien purple if you're from wherever and think whatever we all link universally into the rhythm of the world and we are all one and that's it's cool you know because there's so much there's so much garbage we hear that everyone you know we're always out to get each other so forth and so on and that we're always out for each other right and uh, I mean it's human nature it's been like that since the days since we've learned how to walk on our you know on our two feet you know um, but it we do relate and that's it, it's a it, and 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 it, it kind of you know a lot of this episode I got to give a shout out to a gentleman out there you guys will be hearing at some point within this season I re I realized last season I said you're gonna hear ha you had him for an episode but then you haven't heard him since it's been a little crazy but we're trying to change the season up in other words as a gentleman you guys are gonna hear at some point sometime a real real great individual DJ name or as his anonymous name I'm, I'm gonna go by grits he he and I think subconsciously he kind of influenced this episode without me realizing it. so number one shout out to grits out there he um but it was all the timing structure too like when I ended up getting this record I think it was after I got this book that grits gave me to read and I'm gonna read a paragraph out of this book that builds into what Langston was saying and then um, there's a lot of things uh, as I said there's it's really cool so I'm just gonna get into the book right now or at least tell you guys about it. so as I said X amount of months ago whatever it was I got into a book entitled the world in six songs how the musical brain created human nature real interesting book the author of this book is Daniel J Levitin he brings up some really cool things in here now you you would think he brings up songs and no it's actually more on a um, sociological and scientific level uh, and also psych a psychological level he brings this up really really good read I highly suggest those thank you grits by the way I highly suggest those who who are interested in the philosophy and how music shapes people and ideas so forth and so on read get into this book um, but I want to read a paragraph and I'm and it happens to be out of a section actually out of the last chapter because I could I was having a hard time trying to fit some find some things to close the show out with but this 
I'd be reading this whole thing. So I'm going to read a section out of the love chapter. Um, so, close quote. This is by J Daniel J. Levitin. It is the love our, of our existence that is the highest love of all. The love of humanity with all our flaws, all our destructiveness, all our petty fears, gossip, and rivalries. A love of the goodness that we some we sometimes show under the most difficult stresses of the heroism and of doing the right thing even when no one else can see us doing it of being honest when there is nothing to gain by it of loving those whom others might find unlovable it is all this and our capacity to write about it to celebrate it in son that makes us human so that was out of the very very last chapter I'll let you folks look it up I as I said it's a good read but to get to my point he relates in the book about how in general music has formed the culture that we now live in he brings up the themes such as how Langston for example brings up the human heart he Mr. Levitin also brings up in this book how the heartbeats and how also brings up the, the medical field, how certain things affect the beat, how um, sometimes the original music might have been for an invading, it might have put into someone a sort of fear to, uh, like, well, example, when a tribe was invaded, noble tribe, you would hear the drums going, right? And whatever else might be going, or uh, an invading army throughout historical years, so forth, so on. The uh, it's real interesting, and these two, as I said, this record and this book both start kind of coinciding with each other. And uh, yeah, that's how this episode came to be. Just took a while to format it, I guess. So that being said, that's the essence of the show today. Is we are one, and rhythm has not just rhythm musically but our minds have uh, we are all united as one people and are we there's so much that influences all of us and changes uh, the human cycle of how we do things and we've created and destroyed so much so in short I guess We are, let us all try to be, act more together as one. Let's put aside the differences. You guys go and know where I'm going. I don't have to wax philosophical anymore. Um, that's the essence of the show today. But it's amazing what music can do. You know, we're keeping my mind said. One of the three languages in the world that you don't have to speak one language. Food sex and music but those three people get what you're saying so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that's the episode the theme of this episode thank you so much for listening but you know what this ain't the end this is a little tight outside of the episode this is a little bit of a curveball i'm uh i'm just you know i i loved putting this together so much i want to throw a little more Langston Hughes at you and then 
build an outro. I'll get to that in a sec. I'm going to, there are two quick poems. One is called The Dream Keeper, and then the other is called Dreams. I put them in order. Um, you know, because Langston always had so much inspirational things to say and uh, good info to give, just an observer. So I'm going to, for the new year, you know, for those who set goals or who don't or who are trying to change something up about themselves, whatever the scenario may be, maybe this might be a good um, uplifter for you guys. I want you guys to listen to this and then... Uh, listen to the last two of Langston and then I want to bring us out with the one and only Kermit the Frog singing the rainbow connection from the Muppet movie yeah that's that's how glass does it right but you know and I'm sure I'm gonna bring back some memories when 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 I play this but if you really talking about kicking some knowledge, right? There's actually Jim Henson and Kermit, of course, Jim Henson, right? Put so much in this song that you might not really realize unless you listen to these lyrics, but it's really motivational for people to get up and above themselves and just to try to chase their goals, whatever that might be. So I want you to listen to Kermit, uh, to Kermit and Jim Henson. Throw some knowledge at you guys. Um, is really really I love what the the uh, the power of this song actually and also to the fact that what I brought up in the beginning about kids and adults how we we correlate so many things with each other and sometimes I don't think uh, we realize that um, you know we put so much adult ideas to try to you know in kid material that the kid material kind of stands out deeper than I guess what the um I don't know whatever else you might think about right might be doing it it's a simple thing sometimes glass is gonna shut up um but happy new year again everyone and let this be a motivation for those out there trying to change some stuff if you got goals as I said you guys be safe out there and uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode today and the Scott Joplin tunes I got going in the back. <laughs> um, so, until next episode, this is also warning, not warning, but a good thing, a pre-builder, an idea to show you how this season of AS, Aesthetic Soundwaves, is going to become. Quick little note. I'm working on some merch and a new website. It's not up, anything like that, but I am working on some stuff. So, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully within this year this stuff comes up at some point. I'll keep you guys updated. Either way, thank you, folks, for the tune-ins everywhere, anywhere, and everyone. Much appreciated. You guys take care of yourselves. And until the next wave passes by, this is your host, Glass, and uh, I will talk to you a little later. Kermit, kick it! Bring me all of your dreams, you dreamers. Bring me all of your heart melodies that I may wrap them in a blue cloud cloth away from the two rough fingers of the world. And that is what poetry may do. Wrap up your dreams. 
protect and preserve them and hold them until maybe they come true. Columbus dreamed of finding a new world. He found it. Edison dreamed of light, more light, and he made light. All the progress that human beings have made on this old earth of ours grew out of dreams. That is why it is wise, I should think, to hold fast to dreams. For if dreams die, life is a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams, for when dreams go, life is a barren field frozen with snow. Something 